Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Louise sports podcast. This is uh, episode 183 for the week of May 16th, which was yesterday, 2021. My name is Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem, and this week I'm joined by the man in the... Wait a second, what? <laughs> that was a joke. I was wondering where you're going with that. See, I was trying to do something funny because, you know, it's not our typical time of yeah, doing yeah. the show. A little wacky, crazy shit. True. Even though, like, just saying that my name is your name is not that wacky or crazy. People think we're brothers, so, I mean, it is what it is. What it is. Uh, guys, we're... The, t- 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 Will, what day is it today? It's Monday. It's Monday! New schedule. Yeah. We're testing the waters, so to speak. Even though I already like it. I think this will probably just work out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for those who don't know, this is the live show. If you're tuning in live on twitch.tv forward slash HCS Pro Talk. The, the plan for this is that we changed from Sunday at noon to Monday whenever. Like 6, six or 7 p.m. Central. So I would say 7 p.m. is probably a good Good, good time. Good time. Unless something goes wrong at work, but yeah, sure. 7 p.m. should be good. There you go. So around 7 p.m. Central time on Monday evenings is when the show is the live show is going to be moved to. Um, this is just to allow uh, for personal, more personal time over the weekend is the weekends allows everybody to get together. And then it also allows for us to cover the Sunday tournaments that take place as well, instead of recording basically either right before or during when they're happening. So now the Sunday tournament's finished. We're able to get the results, talk through th- some things during the Monday live show. What is up, Voodoo Man in the chat? What's up, Beth? Welcome back as well. Didn't uh, we didn't we start on Mondays before? Like when we were in the basement, weren't we on Mondays originally? And we're in po- the basement and posting uh, on Tuesdays. I think we were. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. You're right. Full we circle. weren't doing a live show at that point. No, no, that was just recording. Yeah, that was just yeah. We're going back to our roots, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> um, Beth says, I like it since I can actually tune in live. Well, welcome. It's good to see you again, Beth, as always. Uh, Marmar is back as well. What's up? What's going on? Good. Sir, he says, CDL was crazy all weekend. It really was. It really, truly was. And we're going to talk about those results at the uh, tail end of the show. But to kick things off, my name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, as always. And this week, I'm joined by, as always... The man in the yeehaw shirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. For for reference, his shirt says, drink yeehaw beer. Yeah. Can you, is there, there ha- what is yeehaw beer? What's it's, the story uh, behind that? It's from Nashville. Oh. It's a local brewery in Nashville. So, yeah. Uh, this was How actually. How was my accent? It's great. It's great. Um. <laughs> Funny enough, this is not a shirt I got while I was in Nashville, but oh. Vicky's parents got as a souvenir for me while they were in Nashville. That's funny. And I believe we even went here while we were there. So it's kind of funny. That's that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's meant to be. Yeah. It's meant to be. They just got you the shirt. That's awesome. Will, how are you doing on this uh, Monday evening? You know, I'm not going to lie. You'll probably notice I'm a little stuffed up. Oh, same here. Congestion's a bitch. Yeah. Um, is yours allergies related? Um, no. <laughs> um, maybe a little bit. Not COVID related, guys. Not so COVID. Don't worry I, about that. I, I got a test again. 
I'm good with that. Uh, I actually was off of work Thursday and Friday. Good Lord, sir. So, yeah, it was not fun. I just, I keep getting sick. It's not good. I don't, Linnea's getting sick too, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, massive temperature changes maybe. Just, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not fun. No. But I'm feeling, I'm on the tail end of it, right? I just got to get all the crud out, and I'm I'm good to go. Can you tell my daughter to do the same thing? <laughs> because she, like, she coughs so much throughout mm-hmm. the night, and she just doesn't, like, she's too young to understand that, you know, you there there are better ways to blow your nose. She does blow her nose, but there's better ways to do it. Right. Like, there's ways that you can try to clear things up in there yourself. I mean, she's a, she's a toddler, and she's not going to understand. It's fine. <laughs> but... I just yeah. wish that, like, I could transmit it to her brain. Just try this, sweetie. Then all the phlegm just gets broken up and be incredible. But, nope, here we are. Sleep deprived, as always. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do you got? On this episode, we have a new schedule. Oh, my God. We already discussed that. We yeah. uh, The community comes together. Something really fucking cool is going to be taking place. We're going to talk about that very shortly. The Kellogg's FFA, but actually 1v1 champion has been crowned. The results will not surprise you. Although there were predictions that took place. So Maddie Rums uh, of noobcabo.com reached out to um, some prominent members of the community and three out of the four of them. um, I think Nighty Night was the only one that didn't do like didn't think that this was going to happen he was right all thought frosty was going to win so spoiler alert frosty did not win um but like i said the the results are still should not be very surprising and then finally we're going to round things out with the call of duty league major number three and its conclusion and the uh yeah we're going to talk about the rocker too but that's later on in the show so without further ado will let's get into some competitive news those Halo 5 server feels. This is by Trippy. He states, Halo 5 is the only game in FPS history where one game you can feel completely unstoppable and then the next you legit don't have an ounce of confidence in yourself. Mm, I feel that. Yeah. that yeah. You know, it cuts deep. Yeah. Because it's true. Like with, with the server imbalances, the heavy aim that still exists, it's just a fucking disaster. It really is. It's, it's, oh my God. Um, so yeah, if for those holding out for a Halo 5 on PC, I mean, hey, you do you. But uh, I'm a fan of Never Say Never, but oh, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Next up, Pirate Nation tournament announcement. This is by Pirate Nation, and I quote, We are excited to announce our first ever Pirate Nation tournament. $500 plus prize pool, $40 entry uh, entry fee per team, Halo 3 crossplay, double elimination bracket on June 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. All entries will go towards the prize pool. Cool to see. Not to be outdone, ladies, Halo 5 draft tournament announcement. This is by Veronica over on Twitter, and I quote, Announcing the Infinite Waiting Room Ladies Halo 5 draft tourney on Saturday, June 26th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sign up as a solo HCS draft style tourney with a $10 entry fee. 
More details in the sign-up form. You can sign up in the tweet, which is in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes and chat like Voodoo Man has already done. So it should already be there for you. Or you can DM Veronica for more details. Then we have a couple so what nation tournament announcements. This is by so what nation. The calm before the storm. Say what? You heard us right. Let's send off H5 with one more sweaty 4v4 SWAT tourney. Pick your teammates and duke it out in the most current maps and game types from the matchmaking playlist. Teams will compete for their piece of a $500 prize pool. Initial prize pool, that is. Format is all SWAT weapons. Double elimination. 4v4 game types can be found in the Twitch nap times with a Z file share. The maps are currently in the rotation of the playlist. When is it? Turn will take place on Swatterday, June 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Registration deadline is Swatterday, June 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with the bracket being posted immediately after the deadline on stream at twitch.tv forward slash nap times, again with a Z. And then we have the SWAT to the future three. We're throwing it back for another Halo 3 MCC SWAT tourney. For us to make this tournament happen, we require at least one person to stream their POV on Twitch from each team. The reason being there's no observer mode in MCC. Okay. Everyone is welcome to stream. We're just asking for this one requirement so we can appropriately cast the tournament. When signing up, you will indicate who on your team will have a clean broadcast, a minimum, again, one per team, and agree to allow us to co-stream. Teams of four will compete for a a piece of a $500 prize pool. Additional contributions to increase the prize pool are more than welcome. It's cross-play MCC Halo 3. SWAT, obviously, scores to 50. It's a 4v4. Frags are enabled like they are in matchmaking. Battle rifle primary, secondary magnums. We know what I want to see now, now that that's just called out right there. Hmm. I want to see a team dedicate to only using the Magnum. They're not going to get far. I just want to see it. Prove prove every, prove Will wrong. All right? Just prove him wrong. Win the fucking tournament. Mags only. Let's go. I believe in you. Good luck. <laughs> Elites are not allowed. Damn it. <laughs> you can find the game type in the file share of Gamertag Twitch nap times again with a Z. And you must use that correct game type and the correct maps also from the file share. Regular tourney rules will apply. Maps are subject to change, but will include potentially SWAT grounds, epilogue, SWAT V2, foundry. Oh, I'll just say what they are. So you have grounds, epilogue, foundry, heretic, SWATless, cold storage, blackout, guardian, ghost town, SWAT stop, Construct and Narrows. Then again, all the maps can be found in the Nap Times file share with the Z. Tournament will take place on Swatterday, July 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Registration deadline is Thursday, July 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bracket will go live immediately after. Obviously. Next up. A familiar face makes their return beyond returns to Halo. This is by Play Beyond on Twitter, and I quote, We're dusting off the BRs and supporting our original community. 
Introducing new Halo competitions on playbeyond.com. $2,000 Halo 3 2v2 ladder starts May 14th, so it's already take, it's already started. It goes through June 4th, and they're free to enter. Check out the link in the Google Doc that's shown to the show. And beyond, it's good to have you back. All right, so this is where the community comes together. So Chris Puckett, his mother, is dealing with a bout of cancer. And as we all know, cancer fucking sucks. So Mama Puckett has a request. Chris Puckett states, Mom's only request at the hospital yesterday. Quote, could you maybe do another Halo charity tournament for my cancer research? I like watching them play Halo. End quote. Halo community, let's get to work. And then I'm going, I always mispronounce this. Is it Adam Apicella? Yeah. I thought that's what it was. Adam's going to make it happen. He states, Monday, which is today as a matter of fact, we plan the biggest Halo tournament we have ever done. We need help. Stay tuned for details. And then he also went on to say, wow, spent this morning reading through hundreds of players, agencies, on-air talent, influencers, industry employees, etc., reaching out to help. This is going to happen. We'll know more soon what we're going to do for Mrs. Puckett. And that's fucking rad. So very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be incredible, the people that we got coming into this um, or potentially have coming into this is there was a lot of love thrown her way. Deservedly so. And like we mentioned before, if there's anything we can do to help, please just let us know. And that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournament of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo sports needs. But still no merch. You know, you know what he said? Um, that episode, I think it was, I think it was just the last one. The one, the last one or the one before I was wearing my noob combo shirt and he, he threw shade at me. He said, funny how you're saying that wearing the noob combo merch. I'm like, fuck you, Maddie. I want new shit. But that one, that's not really merch. I mean, it's a shirt, but exclusive. it was not purchased. It was, yeah. No, like it's not. Well, it was like a, it was a. He he sent us shirts, I sent him, Pro Talk merch. Sure. So it's like a it was an even trade. Huh. Yeah. 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 Where's the new shit, Maddie? Anyway, I'm fucking waiting. He knows, little bitch. He knows. Do you, Maddie? Do you know what I want? your new merch please maddie in chat says stop yelling at me (laughs) welcome back maddie it's good to see you hope you're having a great day you know he will never stop yelling at you maddie i won't not until it comes out (laughs) i want to buy it i'm not kidding i'm i'm genuinely excited i know i give him shit all the time i hope that the listeners and viewers at home understand that like this is all in good fun i have a great admiration and appreciation for maddie as a person and I, I honestly, I can't wait for him to release Noob Combo merch in whatever capacity it's going to be because I genuinely just want to buy it. That's really what I just want to do. 
Um, Beth says, was so cool seeing so many reaching out, wanting to help both in and outside of the Halo community. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's fucking rad. Uh, that was in terms to, in, in relation to Mama, Mama Puckett, excuse me. Your upcoming turns of the week presented by NoobCombo.com on Saturday, May 22nd. You have GT Halos, Schoolyard, MCC, Spring Fling, baby. I can't fucking wait for that. That's going to be rad. It's across all the fucking titles. That's going to be insane. Hey, I will say this. Hopefully it goes faster than that fucking 1v1 tournament. Am I right? DJ Blue PDX's Griffball Summer Series Halo Reach will be taking place as well. And rounding out Saturday, Sleepy Letty's Halo 5. So what? 2v2. On Sunday, May 23rd. The EGL in Europa Halo, Halo 5, 4v4, Spring Series, week number three is also taking place. Week number two's results, which we're going to talk to, we're, we're going to talk about very shortly here. That might surprise you because of uh, an omission. <laughs> ah. But that's it for your upcoming terms of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Make sure you check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. But still no merch. What? They will. Yeah. What do we got for the tournament and league recaps over the last week? Yeah, let's run through them. We'll start off with the uh, Louis V. Titans Money Tuesdays Invitational Results. Money Tuesday? Yeah. In fourth place, we had Falcated and Bound. Third went to Penguin and Spartan. Second, Soul Snipe and Druck. And first went to Boobadoo and Septify. Did you watch this tournament at all? I did. I caught snippets of it, so I really didn't get the full story. But Boo and Septify, <clears throat> they reset the bracket. And they finished off Druck and Soul Snipe in two best of fives. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that was crazy to see. I think it was... It might have been crazier to see that Falcated and Bound didn't make it further because, you know, Bound and Renegade, but it wasn't his partner. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. But the fact, like, you, we knew Druck and Soul Snipe were so dominant together as a squad. They were the ones that were, could really compete against Bound and Renegade. You know, they were the that right. duo. Right. And to see them, unfortunately, not able to pull off the win there and losing to Boo Boo Doo Boo and Septify. Nothing against them because they were able to do it in two best of fives. That's insane. So, yeah, I think it's just great all around. Now, the real question is, Will, what's next? What's redacted? Oh, yeah. What does that mean? We still don't know. No, there wasn't an announcement yet because I was hoping that there was going to be an announcement today for an event taking place tomorrow, but there hasn't been anything. Maybe it's next Tuesday. Oh, it could be. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up LVT right now just oh. to make absolutely sure. But I didn't see no, I haven't seen anything yet, so All right. Hey Maddie. Where's the insider info? I'm waiting. And while he waits, we'll move on to the blue team tournament. No, Rainbow we're Road stalling. FFA. We're stalling. We're waiting right now. No. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Blue team tournaments, Rainbow Road FFA. This is the Halo C E Cup one. 
results. In eighth place, we had Akulu. Seventh went to McNutt27. Sixth went to Real Power 7256. Fifth was Gold Star BR. Fourth, Magnificent. Third, uh, I'm going to go with Vintex. Uh, second went to Falcon. And first went to King Nick. Back to back. King Nick. He won the uh he won the Reach Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So yes, he did. I mean, hey, that that's crazy considering and we talked about it before, the transition in gameplay from Reach to C E. It's quite different. It is quite different. All of these games are quite different. Exactly. So, so the fact the fact that he was able to take that win there, that's insane. Uh McNutt, great name. I just want to put that out there. Going on the uh the list for you. I oh I mean it's it's, it's good but it's not like oh it's, yeah it's not transcendent you know <laughs> it's no Bed Bath and Beyonce it's people Beyonce uh, Maddie says I cannot speak on what I don't know I think King Nick could have sat the last round out and still won that's how dominant he was that's fucking bonkers that kid's fucking so good he knows Holy his shit. FFA he does and he, he competes in FFA tournaments that are FFA. He, he wins those. Win those. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. Next up, SWAT Nation, Jack of All Trades, Halo 5, 3v3 tournament results. Ooh. In fourth place, we had Infinite Beta Waiting Room. This was a San Art, Marine, and Stika. Third went to Watt. <laughs> kind of like that name, to <laughs> be honest. Watt. Um, <laughs> Young Guns, Kills, and Perspective. You know what that reminds me of? Is it the meme of the like the old lady like? No, what? no, it, it reminds me of the. <laughs> Get it out! The Come fucking on. the fucking Waluigi Wap shit. Oh, that's a wet. That's a wet. <laughs> oh man, that's what that reminds me of. Great. That's great. <laughs> second, we had shooters, Super CC evades, uh, Carmea and Envor. And first went to seven days a week, sab, falcated, and bound. Congrats, gentlemen. Yes, yes. Next up, the EGL in Europa Halo, Halo 5, 4v4. Spring Series Week 2 results in fourth place. Uh, I'll just run through them all. Screw it. Seventh through eighth placings. Uh, dubs for... Wait, what? <laughs> dubs for nubs. Dubs for nubs. <laughs> <laughs> this is buttons. Cardinal code. <laughs> Muay, Muay Thai. God damn that name. And uh, TK Big Nuts. Are you? We got dubs for nubs with Big Nuts. <laughs> Those might be transcendent right there. Holy shit. That's awesome. You wanted to read through all oh, of them. I did. Why Why I do this to myself? Oh, it's good shit. The other 7th, 8th place team was the people. It was Legend, Washed Moore, Ball Haggis, and Unditanza. In 5th through 6th, uh, we had Washed Plus One, which was Assault, Savior, Alien Hunter, and Jesta. The other 5th through 6th place team was Not So Sweaty. It was... Inspired, Karma H2, I Wicked, and Mortal Jugular, or Juggler. Ooh. In fourth place, uh, Merdez, or Dies, Zerthos, Cali, Cruz, and Sunrise. Uh, in third place, Dave's 
immediate family. Shiesty Sanart uh, Stratic and Robert, wait, Robert's daughter? Yep. Okay. In second, we have Krogan of Vaccine. It's Tommy the Krogan, Crossman, Theroux, and Sticka. And in first place, we had Cat Fox. Marine Mista, Outcast, and SLG. What team was not on the list, Will? Cartel. Oh, my God! You think they got bored or something? Like, Honest to God, I don't know what happened. Maybe they're just like, eh. Maddie, I'll ask. Do you, do you genuinely know what happened there? Like, why Cartel wasn't there? And what's up, Justin? Welcome to the live show, my man. Good to see you live. Honestly, don't. No, uh, you can go ahead. Will. I'm going to look it up and see if it's on their Twitter account. Sure. But yeah, you, you go right ahead. Um, he says, I don't, I saw Shirzy say something that Kimbo no showed, but he said he was trolling. Hmm. That's, that's weird then because I mean, I, I joked about it personally last week. That's like, are they bored? And they just, do they even have fun anymore? Right. Right. But it, I mean, it, that's it's just weird to me that you have like the most dominant team in EU Halo right now, and they did they didn't compete in this. It, it's just kind of weird to me. Maybe schedules didn't line up. I don't know. Who knows? Go ahead. All right, the last one was that esports arena Kellogg's twenty five k Halo five finale. Um, this was a free for all. Tur- oh wait, wait, no, no, no. They, it was a free for all tournament, and now it's a one v one tournament for the finale. And we'll run through the results. In seventh, eighth place, we had Frosty and Saiyan. Surprising to see them that low on a now 1v1. It's funny you say that, Will, because if we head on over to noobcombo.com and we check out Maddie Rums's article of the Esports Arena Kellogg's $25,000 Halo 5 Series finale predictions, he reached out to Shyway Tools, or Tules, Tools. Shirzy won in Nighty Night. Yeah. Shyway, Tools, and Shirzy all had Frosty taking first. And Shirzy and Tools had Saiyan second. Nighty and Shyway had Saiyan fourth. Okay. So clearly they were not, not right there. You know, I don't know. They're they're established pros that uh if I was if I was to like give predictions ahead of the event, I mean obviously we know what the, what the results are now, but if I was to give predictions ahead of the event, yeah, I would have said either uh Frosty Renegade one or two. Um Renegade because he's been playing more, Frosty because of the establishment. Yep. Um and then I would have probably also put Saiyan in like a three, four spot. I agree. Um, and then to be honest with you, it might've just been a toss up from there because I don't think Stellar has been playing a lot. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him technically in that three, four spot. You're going to read through the results, but like yeah. just, if I was to give predictions, that's what I would have gone with. So right. go ahead. Um, in sixth place, we had Envor. Fifth, we had Gold Star BR. Fourth was Manny. Good congratulations to Manny on taking fourth there. That's big. Third was Stellar. Second, Vemzy. First went to Renegade. Yeah. Um. 
once Frosty and Sand got out, I was actually kind of just rooting for Manny because he's uh, Dave was I was in voice chat with Dave. Yeah. And Dave's a KCP guy. Yep. So, yeah, we were rooting for Manny. Wish he would have done uh, gotten higher placing. But I mean, fourth is still great. I'm, I'm on those pros. I mean, come on, man. That's awesome. Right. So there was a lot of contention. If you were in the chat of the Esports Arena Twitch channel, you would know that uh, there's a lot of smack talk going towards Vemzy um, in terms of, like, stream sniping. Now, apparently, there was a one-minute delay yeah, there's no on way. the stream, so there's no way he was going to be able to do so. So let's just stop that shit. Uh, I'll just say, in terms of, in terms of him, um, yeah, he has some growing up to do, obviously. that's He's young. He's a young kid. He's got some growing up to do, some learning to do, but all things considered, he got second place in this tournament. Then that's facts. Uh, he clearly had some great games against some great talent, and he got second place in this tournament. But the real, I mean, obviously the winner, and in an absolute dominant fashion, no one could stop Renegade. Like, no one. Vemzy got close in a game. Because I think he won, what, one game? Yeah. Because that, that best of five in the grand finals went to game four. So Vemzy literally won one game against him. And it was by one kill, if I'm not mistaken, too. So Vemzy won map three. There you go. Uh, so that that's... Uh, Renegade... Holy shit. I was seeing him and Vemzy too. I was seeing them sh- like hit shots that are like, oh man, I haven't seen somebody hit a shot like that in a really long time. It was insane. And the things that they were able to do a sniper, but then, and I was talking to Will about this before we started recording this, that, that last game, game four on what is a breakout map uh, called Crossfire. So, it's it's nearly wide open. Um, it's really, really easy to spawn trap as well. And when you're playing in a 1v1 situation, there's no power-ups, there's no power weapons. It's just you and your pistol, right? And grenades. And once Renegade was able to pick the map, because they do it based off, if you lose that game, then you get to pick the next map in the series. And... So we got to a game four, Vemzy won map three, like Maddie states, and they go to a map four, Renegade's able to pick, and Shyway and um and Tony, why not be reckless, aka why not be casting? They were like, we we would we would be surprised if Renegade didn't pick Crossfire right now. Just because of what was potentially going to happen if Crossfire was picked. Well, lo and behold, Crossfire was picked, and it was a fucking steamroll from the get-go. And it was so much of a steamroll that... So the, the thing that Will and I were talking about, again, before recording, is that it was it was really cool to see how, in a 1v1 situation... I'm not a fan of 1v1s, but in terms of this tournament, how cool it was to see spawns being locked down. Especially when we talked about on Plaza. Like you'd see somebody top yellow and they'd be pointing their pistol at the wall, knowing that they're either going to spawn, um, they're either going to spawn nest or they're going to spawn a cafe. And sure as shit, 
as soon as as soon as that internal clock counted down to when their en- when the enemy's going to spawn back up, uh, Renegade or Vemzy would just dart out and know basically exactly where that person was going to be. And this happened throughout the entire game. Well, on Crossfire, you can do the same thing. And Will, I'll let you talk about how they kind of fucked it up a couple times. But the thing I want to say is, uh, <clears throat> one of the things that was crazy to me is that Renegade, Renegade died. Vemzy knew where he was going to spawn. Again, Crossfire kind of open map here. Vemzy has his crosshair on where Renegade's head's going to be when he spawns up. Sure as shit, that's exactly where he spawns. And Vemzy still lost the gunfight. That, this isn't to take away anything from Vemzy. He's a young, he's a really good young talent. But it's that type of dominance that I'm talking about with Renegade. It's that, yeah, I may have just spawned up and you may be looking right at me and this isn't an octagon where I can just like look to my left or my right and you're right there. There's a little bit of elevation, but no, it didn't matter. He fucking just got him right off the rip when he spawned. And I'm like, Renegade is just built different. It's actually insane how good that kid is. But Will. Oh yeah, you're talking about the spawning situation. Yes, yep. I just thought it was funny because... They were trying to spawn trap, right? But sometimes they would go just a little bit too early mm-hmm. and the person would spawn behind them. And it happened like time and time again. And I just was wondering when they were going to catch on to that they were doing it like two seconds too early. I thought, I thought I just thought it was funny. No. And then that, that plaza situation too, where the, <laughs> the cam, I mean the OS play where I, I'm pretty sure it was on plaza and renegade was in prime position to get OS he, I don't know if the timing was off, if he just didn't realize that it was up, but he straight up misses it. He loses snipe to Vemzy. Vemzy's able to get OS and just lock it down from that point. It was, it was a massive turning point in that game that I just, I wasn't expecting because I just expected Renegade to be like, oh, I fucking got this. This is done. But the fact that he missed that OS, I'm like, holy shit. And then that Kali game in the grand finals as well, when Renegade, I think, is down six kills or something. And, and I think to myself, okay, on to the next map. I mean, this is a 1v1. I don't think you're coming back from this one, no matter how good you are. And like I said, I think he's down by like six kills or something. And then, no, he, he did come back. And I'm like, what the, What? And you have, <laughs> well, you can, you can talk about this too, if you'd like, uh, the whole, the, the rattiness aspect oh, yeah. of the hiding and the running away and yeah. that mentality. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, it happened on both sides. It did. It did happen on both sides. So people just giving Vemzy shit. No, Renegade did the same thing. You could say that Renegade did it in retaliation. Well, I mean, it's a, it's to, a strat. I mean, yeah, but it, it feels greasy. No. Well, sure. It feels ratty. If, if you, this is, this is why I'm not a fan of one V ones, especially in a tournament setting is that a, a person could get a, I mean, look at the hidden reach league or whatever the fuck they were called. And they did, they literally did yeah. that in a tournament in worlds. They did it in worlds 2016. They got, they got booted, but they you know. did. But the fact that like, and now granted they went out of the map. But, but this, that's the type of shit that I'm talking about. It's like in a 1v1 scenario, right, where you have so many places you can hide on Plaza, on Coliseum, whatever it may be, and you can consistently rotate. 
right? Because uh, I don't know if people would notice this is that nobody picked up rockets on Coliseum. I think it was like a, a GA. Uh, yeah. Yep. So you didn't have to worry about that coming at you. You just had to worry about a sniper shot coming your way, potentially or a grenade landing in your area. Maddie, I'm going to get to your content in a second. Uh, it's just the reason why I'm not a fan of one V ones, especially in a tournament setting is that it promotes that type of gameplay where Vemzy, if I'm not mistaken, I really think it was Vemzy was up 2-0 at the start of the game. And then he just started running away. Like he was, I think, I think Renegade may have had snipe and Vemzy was just sitting like the entire time. He was just sitting. I'm like, dude, I get it. You're up, but this is the beginning of the game. You're up 2-0 and you're just sitting in wherever the fuck you are. Like this isn't, it's not fun to watch. This can't be fucking fun to play. I mean, yeah. And it's not like he's he's just waiting. He's not like jiggle peeking for information. It's not No, he just sits there. Yeah. I don't know. It just it yeah. And it but it the 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 pendulum sink swings both ways where we saw Vemzy have a one or two kill lead at the end of a game and he just literally ran. And he mm-hmm. he was crouching, he was just running away because he knew Renegade had to come after him and that was that. And then ba- Renegade basically did the same exact thing on that Plaza game where he went up, he went upstairs into Plaza and he just stood behind, he crouched behind the glass because you can't shoot through the glass. And anytime, anytime Bemzy would try to nade him, Renegade would just move. Mm-hmm. And then timer ran out and that's it. Game over. Bemzy did waste two sniper shots trying to shoot him through that glass. He too. did. He did. Because he, he thought he saw a crevice that he could shoot through. Yeah. I don't blame him. I mean, take the shot if you got it. It's just... Because think of how dumb Renegade would feel if he was able to shoot through that. Glass. Right. He had to have known. Well, I would imagine. Um, otherwise, he probably wouldn't have been there. And that, so Maddie says, 10 grand on the line and I have the lead. I'm burning as much time as possible. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm not blaming the players for doing it. It's just a personal reason why I don't like 1v1s in a tournament setting. It doesn't, to yeah. me, it doesn't necessarily prove anything. We already know Renegade is arguably one of the top what I would say three players in Halo 5's history. Nah. Frosty Shotzi Renegade. I mean you're leaving out I Royal know. Two. I know I'm leaving him out. I'm leaving out Lethal. He's incredible. I'm leaving out Saiyan. Eco. Stellar. But he's he still plays. Yeah, he's still going. And he's being dominant in all these other tournaments. He is. Yeah. Bound wasn't around necessarily in the in the tournament space back then, so I couldn't really include him now. Right, right. But I mean, it's just I don't blame the players for using the strategy to their advantage because that's what it's there for. It's to it's to their advantage. Like if you have the lead, obviously do everything that you can to win. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's just from an observer standpoint. When you're when you literally have Renegade who is being careful, but he's looking around corners, he's taking angles. He has sniper at this point because he wants to rip a fucking face off. Who doesn't? But then you have Vemzy just sitting in spawn and doing his like stutter step to reduce noise, which again is a strat, it's fine. But like nothing's happening. It's it's just I, I don't like I'll I never have I never have enjoyed a one V one in a tournament setting. I didn't, I didn't care for the halo four global championship, how that was literally the same thing. FFA is leading up to one V one finals. Like I didn't, I don't, 
Yeah. Uh, so the other, the other thing I want to say is I think this was stellar. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was stellar versus Vemzy. Um, and there was contention around. So for those not aware, uh, you can go, I'm not going to rehash this shit because I don't think it matters anymore, but you can go listen to the previous episode of the on my ex show where they talk about bound and his shenanigans associated with one of the qualifiers leading up to this final. Um, so stellar. And I think this was, I think to be honest with you, I think this was smart because like Maddie says, from a spectator point of view, yeah, it was boring to watch. So I think it was Vemzy versus stellar and stellar was down by like 10 kills or something is what it felt like. I, I'm not entirely certain, but he switched teams. He, he switched to like green team or something or yellow or whatever. And it was, and to the casters and to us, it was like, oh, he's surrendering because there's like no point. There wasn't enough time left for him to come back. I know that for a fact. And he's like, and I bet because the casters agreed and they talked to him after the fact. And it was, it was shown that like, nah, let's fucking keep the show on the road. Just get me out of here. Like, there's no point in me even trying. Gotcha. So like in that type of circumstance, awesome. That's fine. I mean, you're, you're doing it for the better service of us who don't want to sit here for 15 hours through a tournament. And you understand that with the time frame left, there's nothing you can do. So awesome. Good for good on you. Stellar. No hard feelings on that front. Um, Maddie says, yeah, there was four minutes left and you couldn't win. Yep. Ex yeah. Exactly. Beth says, not going to lie. I was watching COD, so I didn't watch any of it, but yeah, same, not really a fan of one V ones. Yeah. And COD was incredible. COD was incredible, but it's, Am I glad that this tournament took place? Yes, because I'm glad any tournament takes place. It, it puts another shine on Halo in a competitive sense, and that's what we're here for, right? And you had a big name behind it with Kellogg. You did. Absolutely. That was that was huge. Um, but, man, 1v1 is not the play. It's just not the play. So, good on them for hosting the tournament in the first place. I think, uh, I think Alex and Tony did an incredible job casting, as always. Um, and... Yeah, looking forward to what's next, obviously. We're all looking forward to Infinite. But man, 1v1s are not it. Um, Will, anything else you'd like to add before we move on? No, good. All right. Then let's get into some comp uh, regular, not, not competitive, but come regular news. Celebrating 20 years of Xbox and Halo. This is by Major Nelson. Do you remember where you were when you played your first Xbox game? Do I? Do you? I'm asking, I guess. Major Nelson's asking. I'm asking on behalf of him. Mm. I mean, yeah. Do you? Yeah. What was it? A birthday party. How long ago? Must oh, have been a long time ago. Gosh. Uh, I remember it was... I don't know if it was Halo 2 or Halo 3, but it was the fucking, the one with the big spinny wheel. Zanz, uh, is it Zanzibar? Hey, look at me. No one. Zanzibar and Halo 2. Yeah. Um, last Resort in Halo 3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, birthday party. Uh, we had like four TVs. You know, everyone else brought their Oh, Xbox. you were landing it up? It was a land birthday. That's fucking rad. Yeah. Yep. In my first experience with Halo, and these all were experienced players, and I had never played before. I got my teeth kicked in, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm never doing that again." And here we are. <laughs> you know what? Mine, mine was a sleepover at a buddy's place, and 
the it was either Fusion Frenzy or it was Halo 1. But it was one of the two. I know that for a fact. And I think there was a Mortal Kombat game as well, I think. But yeah, that sleepover is the first time that I ever played an Xbox game for the first yeah. time. Yeah. I thought that controller was crazy. The fucking Duke back in the oh, day. The- Fucker's massive, man. Holy <laughs> shit. That I will say though, that Xbox S controller, because that's what they called it for Slim. Mm. Um one of the best that I think they've ever made. Honest to God. When they transition from the Duke controller to the S controller, I think that's one of the best things they've ever done. Um High Tech says, agreed. I just wish it stayed FFA rather than going to 1v1 for the finals. Yeah. It only makes sense. You can make it even a best out of making a best out of three. Well, you, you could something. just do it where like you get points based on your place in that FFA sure. and then you just play three FFAs. Yeah. Fuck it. Should have done that. It may be hard to believe, but this year will mark the 20th anniversary of Xbox. I'm proud to have been a member of team Xbox for 17 of those 20 years. Holy shit. The original Xbox console was released in North America on November 15th, 2001, followed by many more launches all around the world, including Japan, Australia, Europe, Latin America, China, and more. 20 years ago, playing on Xbox meant hooking up your console with three or more cables to a standard definition CRT TV. Yes. You had to pre-order the hottest new games and stand in line at your favorite retail shop to pick them up. Games were played in a 640 by 480 resolution. And you only had eight gigabytes of storage and 64 megabytes of memory to enjoy them with. And you either played alone or with a friend sitting next to you on the couch. The game that started it all. This year not only commemorates 20 years of Xbox, but it also marks the 20th anniversary of the Halo franchise. That magical moment when the Master Chief first stepped onto a mysterious ring world has long been a hallmark of the Xbox experience. And over the last 20 years, Halo has become deeply embedded into the Xbox DNA. We're thrilled to celebrate this milestone as well as the launch of Halo Infinite with our players this fall. I thought that was a cool little story to put in there. I thought that was nice. Yeah. So happy birthday, Xbox and Halo. God, remembering or thinking back to those uh, 40, 480p resolution times. Dude. It, it, oh. But here's the thing, though. It's like back then it was the best shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, now we have 1440p and 4K monitors and shit. It's like, oh, fucking crisis looks like ass. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Oh, how far we've come. How far we've come. How far we're going to go. Uh, Justin says black and white buttons are still dumb. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Bess is pretty much same. Halo wanted a friend's house not long after it came out. Hell yeah. I love how, like, everyone's first experience with an Xbox was Halo 1. It, I guess it's not necessarily that surprising. Yeah. But there were other games that came out for that console. You know, another reason why I never... So, I got a PlayStation when I... Like, that was just what my... It's what I played first. It's what my parents got me. Mm-hmm. I remember my first experience with an actual Xbox, though, was, again, at a friend's house. And he showed me the Xbox, but he wouldn't let me play. So what? Like, yeah, he was that type That's of That's an kid. asshole friend right, right there. Right. So I'm like, Joey, you piece of shit. Nah, it wasn't I'm Joey. Just <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay, cool, this thing, but screw you. I'm not getting an Xbox. Like, <laughs> you know? He's, he, that's That was like him trying to coerce you into getting an Xbox so you could play one yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, fuck, you can't touch mine, bitch. Right. Like, screw you, kid. Well, anyway, but yeah, it, it, 
he showed me. I remember now it showed me like a racing game and then like Halo One. Project Gotham Racing. Maybe I don't remember. I mean that was there, that and Forza, but I don't remember what came out first. I think it was, I think it was PGR. I think it was PGR, but whatever. Regardless, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you ever play Ridge Racer on the PS2? No. Oh. Ridge Racer. Did you ever play uh, Sledstorm on the PS1? No. Oh, that was like my favorite. I never oh. owned a PlayStation. I owned a oh. PS2. Okay. I went from N64 to PS2. So I never had the original PlayStation. I never got to experience Final Fantasy VII like everybody else around the world did. Or a lot of those iconic PS1 games. I can't really See, think of any other ones right now. <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, like like I've told you many times, uh, I was a sports gamer, so NHL, sure. Madden, all that stuff. Dude, I say, so my, my dad waited in line at a Target, the Target in Cottage Grove, I think. Yeah. Um, he waited in line and uh, got it for me on launch night. And um, I remember Madden 2001. That was one of the launch titles. I also, I also got street fighter EX three and I, I think another one, but regardless Madden 2001, right? If you played, I don't know if it worked with every team, but I, I back then I didn't know jack shit about yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I picked both all-star teams, right? Like the, the, yeah. the NFC, the, the AFC best teams. Of the best. Yeah. The best of the best. And uh, you could onside kick to yourself every time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you'd you'd onside kick it, you'd get it back immediately, and you just start racking up points. That shit was amazing. Holy fuck! But yeah, Madden two thousand one. That game was the fucking shit. Um, Beth says I remember being so uh, so shocked that my friend's mom actually let let him play Halo one. She was super strict with stuff like that. It was usually me that had the cool games that my friends weren't allowed to play. Uh, I would have been allowed to play Halo, just didn't have an Xbox. You know what's funny, Beth? Same camp uh, where, again, PS2 days, I brought Grand Theft Auto 3 to daycare. (laughs) 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 I Yes. We set it up because I I played it before, and I'm like, oh, I got to bring this. I got to bring this dick. It's it's dope, you know? Daycare. Kids kids are going to think this is red. Um. And so I bring it there and I set it up on there. And I asked, I asked her if I could set it up on their TV. And she's like, yeah, of course. Uh, not knowing what game was going to be played. And so I set it up and I'm playing and, and I'm running over people and whatnot. Did not think literally not thinking anything of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you could play too. And they're, they're just running people over. She comes in like, what's that? It's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Are you killing people? Yeah. Yeah. Unplug that. Okay. Never allowed to bring that again to daycare. That was true. That that was yeah, shut that down was immediately. <laughs> well, that's, that's such an awesome story. It was cool. Let's was introduce cool. the people at the daycare <laughs> to murder and violence. Yeah. Turned out fine. I turned out fine. Who cares? Yeah. As long as you know the difference between that and reality, you're good. Who gives a shit? Um, 
Oh, great. That's great. Oh, my God. Beth says, yeah, like I had my city and my mom never cared. See, that's the best part is that if you... To, uh, I'm saying this as somebody who's like super knowledgeable in this regard, but like to, to all the parents out there, yes, I only have a two-year-old, but to all the parents out there, don't fucking, don't be helicopter parents. Don't be super strict on shit like this. Just teach them the differences between a video game and real life and they'll be just fine. Simple. Very, very simple. Um. But yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Never brought it to daycare again, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, the Halo community update. This is by Snickerdoodle, not our our boy Unishek. But Halo, the Master Chief Collection. Everyone in the studio is hard at work, and our publishing team is no exception. They're absolutely crushing it with their work on MCC and have continued to put out season after season, all while flighting their other things in the meantime. Absolutely no easy task, especially during a pandemic. The custom game browser in Season 7 flighting. MCC team recently wrapped up the first public scale test of the fabled and long-awaited custom game browser. We recap this in our latest flighting and dev update, bookmarked in the link that they include. But if you just want the highlights, I got you covered. The ultimate sum up is, you had feedback, you provided it to us, and we're listening and working on that. Some of the top themes include searching, sorting, filtering, custom game browser content, full session confusion. Is it full? Is it joinable? Is there a queue? Lack of game session information, and host controls. Give me the power! While there's no public release date, we know you're eager to play Jenga and Assassination Towers all night, and we're working on making sure you can do that. In the meantime, the publishing team is heads down preparing for Season 7 of Flighting 2. Ring 1 is hands-on with the content right now, and we're gathering bug reports and feedback while we work to finalize the release plans. It's a lot of really exciting content, TM, in this next update, and we want to be sure things roll out smoothly. (laughs) They trademarked really Really exciting content. content. What? Yep. When the flight is ready for public testing, here's the areas that we'll be focusing on. Obviously, it's not a real fucking trademark. Although that would be fucking hilarious if they did. Coming to MCC, really exciting content. TM. TM. Visual improvements for Halo Combat Evolved to to better better mirror legacy. Improvements to the map's waterfall and edge, and then Season 7 customization content. And then for Season 6... One final additional housekeeping note about quits and quit bans. We're aware that the messaging could be clear, but we wanted to remind players that if half of your team quits the current match, you may leave without any quit penalty, regardless of what the pop-up says. Okay? Yep. We know real life happens, and sometimes quitting is unavoidable. It happens to the best of us once in a while. Quitting for frivolous reasons is less okay and impacts matchmaking for everyone else in the game. When you queue up matchmaking to play games, the expectation is that you play out the game, win or lose. In an effort to support fair play in full matches, we'll be rolling out our new quit ban ladder soon. Here's what you can expect if you choose to leave matches early. First offense is 5 minutes, second is 15, third is 30, fourth is 60, fifth is 180, and a sixth offense is 16 hours. In what time frame? Ooh. Is this a, well, it can't be a 24-hour time frame, right? I just hope that if you quit intentionally six times, I don't care how long apart, yeah, and you get your 16 hours, every time after that is 16 hours. That's what I hope. Just to be like, fuck you. That's what I hope. Halo 5 Guardians, upcoming calendar. 
May 20th, Castle Wars rotates in for CE Anniversary Throwback, and on the 27th, Triple Team rotates in for Castle Wars and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. On June 3rd, Summer 2021 Arena Season begins, Ranked Head-to-Head rotates in for Ranked Snipers for the month, Core Play rotates in for Triple Team. On June 10th, Covenant Slayer rotates in for Core Play and Warzone Assault goes live for the weekend. On June 17th, Rock and Rail rotates in for Covenant Slayer. And on June 24th, ODST Slayer rotates in for Rock and Rail and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. And that is it for the regular news. You know, something did hit me while we, you were reading through that. Oh, shit. So, like, most PC games, you know, they come out and they get updates while they're kind of out. Yeah. MCC's just been in fucking beta this whole time. Right? Like, they're still updating it. They're still fixing it. It's just been in goddamn beta on PC and on Xbox for its entire life. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Uh-oh. I think I... I think I... It, what if they? But what if they did label it as beta? Would people feel better about not having as much? They shit? can't. They can't put beta on it. They've put early access. Early access. That's, that's the tagline they need to put on. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. You know what I mean, though. Like, would this you, is an early access title. That custom game browser that we promised a long fucking time ago. It's still been worked on. Well, exactly. That like that's what it's happens true. with games in early access and beta. Like, it's true. Features come out as time goes. Yeah, on. you have your 1.0 release eventually. Yeah. Yeah. MC season. It's like we've skipped that and we're doing battle passes, but it's still an early access. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Due to the phlegm, my voice just went, oh, (laughs) fuck, dude. That sucks. You're right. Holy shit. I don't like it, but it's true. We should file a formal complaint. Rename it to the BBB, the Better Business Bureau. It's a 343 Industries. It's a fucking sham! I'm just kidding. I'm not doing no. that. Yeah, 343, you're good people. Don't worry. I'm not going to do that. But, like, that is kind of funny that you mention it. It is it is what it feels like. Yeah. But it's like, like I said, it's like we're in that weird limbo, though, where we're releasing Battle Pass content, yet we have, uh, quote-unquote, core features that are not released yet. That's weird. Yeah. Um. Matt says, I just wish there was a way uh, for them to tell between an actual quit and somebody and somebody's internet going off, game crashes, power going out, etc. since that stuff's out of control. Um, and Beth, with your internet situation, I can completely understand. Yeah. She well, also says, I mean, hey, isn't Fortnite still in beta? Or at least was for like two years? Oh my God, the save the world shit? Yeah. Yeah, that was in beta for a long time. don't fucking support that shit anymore they probably haven't supported that in a long time nobody talks about it also man can you believe that though fortnite was man how crazy is that fortnite was touted as just save the world yeah before it had its br mode and then PUBG came out right yeah PUBG came out took the world by fucking storm I miss OG PUBG. OG PUBG. Yeah, like, PUBG. Yeah, like the first, before they came out with the second map, Miramar, which sucks, by the way. <laughs> Most people hate it, uh, me included. But, um, like, and I, I liked it before vaulting because you could mm. 
you know, you could strategically trap people. And, you know, those areas just had to be known as dangerous. I totally forgot that vaulting was not a core feature in that game. Yeah, not not a launch, well, beta feature, because PUBG was in beta forever, too. But that's just crazy to me. Like, vault, you, you think of vault every, every fucking, I mean, Call of Duty's had vaulting for how long? Oh, yeah. It, uh, it's, that's, wow, that's insane to me. I didn't even think about that. Yep. And, like, I think the weapons have gotten too much. Anyway, PUBG is just a mess. <laughs> yeah, but the, but they came out took the world by storm with this brand new not technically brand new because I, to be honest with you, I think Minecraft was doing it first, but PUBG really, really made the genre thing a mainstream thing. And then Epic was like, well, we can do that. H1Z1 was out. Before oh that. yeah. H1Z1. That true. was made by the same creator. Oh, and PUBG. then he, he split off and he made player unknowns. Yep. Battleground. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, player unknowns battlegrounds, PUBG. Yep. Yeah. Uh and is it just his name is player unknown? Uh what's the studio's name? Uh all I can remember is what Dr. Disrespect calls it. Oh shit. What does he call it? Blue Balls Entertainment. Oh, okay. Is it Blue Point? No. It, no. What is it? Something Look it up. Yeah. Um No, but so they come out, right? And you're right, you're right. Daisy um daisy h1z1 h1z1 yep but i i seriously believe fortnite i mean not fortnite i believe, i seriously believe PUBG was the one that what really took the world by storm and really put that genre on the map and then epic looked at that and they're like well fuck we can make money we can do that and then like beth says the BR mode was listed as early access in beta for forever mm-hmm. in Fortnite. And that's that's not a wrong statement. It's very it's, true. So it's literally just turned into PUBG Corporation. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I remember them making that announcement. Blue Hole, that's Blue it. Blue Hole. Yeah, that's it, Beth. Ah, Good yeah. shit, it's Blue Hole. <laughs> Blue balls in her game. Um, she says, and even when vaulting was put in, it was only on PC. So if you played on PC and Xbox, you couldn't do it when you went back to Xbox. Holy shit, that's fucking stupid. Uh, also, can we talk about how bad the performance was on the original Xbox release? Oh, for PUBG? It yeah. Was, I played it once and I was like, I I heard it was terrible. It was bad. Um, but that also released an early access on console. Yeah. So yeah. that's insane. And then, no, and then Fortnite came out, the Fortnite Battle Royale came out, and you're like, then that just fucking took over everything. And then everybody wanted to make a BR. And people are still wanting a Halo VR. Um, you'll have discussion your, for a different day. You'll have your forever BR lovers. It's okay, and that's okay. What? Who? Courage. What, Apex. No, I'm just saying. Oh, BRs. What followed Fortnite? I mean, you had Apex, which is still going strong, and they just released their arena mode, as a matter, which mm-hmm. I heard is really good. You had um, that weird. You had Ring of Elysium. Yes, that one. Uh, is that the one with like the snowboards and shit? I think so. I think that yeah. is that one. Um, that's the one I was thinking of. You had uh, the one made by Cliffy B. Cliffy B. The one with like the soda machines and shit. The retro eighty aesthetic. The fuck was that one called? Uh, I don't remember that one. It was that one was early fucking access, and that thing died. It was Black Ops Black Ops Four, I believe. Oh it. yeah, fuck. What was their original mode called? It's Warzone now. Blackout? 
Blackout. Yeah, Blackout. Blackout. Yep. Then Warzone, which is still incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. You had the Realm Royale. Realm Royale, yep. Which was high res, I believe. Yep. Uh, Spellbreak. Yeah. That's a BR. There's tons of them. There are so many. Uh, Cuisine Royale. <laughs> there's that one. There's... Um, like there's all these weird little spin-off games. There's an Apple arcade game, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Butter Royale. I'm not kidding. Like they're yeah, they're but- everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. Everyone's like Oh, and then you have fucking you have a uh, Tetris 99? Oh yeah. Uh um, Mario 35 or whatever the fuck it's called. The uh makers of um Rainbow Six spacing on their name but they made one too ubisoft yeah ubisoft has a battle royale they do they do hyperscape is that what it's called yeah yeah and then fucking battlefield came out with a battle royale mode too battlefield yeah battlefield did i've health uh uh, hellstorm or hellfire or something like that what the fuck was battlefields called that died too it's like it's that's the thing you see all these fucking things pop up and it's it's pick of the it's luck of the draw as to who survives and who dies, right? It all depends if your game sticks. Absolutely. But yeah, when like when t- when Nintendo announced Tetris ninety nine, I'm like, okay, we peaked. Like this is <laughs> like this has to be it, right? This yeah. is where it all goes downhill. It's crazy. There's so many battle royales now, but if you think about it too, there really wasn't the genre solidified before. And if you really think about it, how many first-person shooters are there out there? Oh, so many. So many, right? So it's like, it, I guess this was bound to happen. But yeah, we'll, we'll see if Halo Would ever you gets say one. then, like, like Daisy, yeah, H1N1, and PUBG are kind of like... H1Z1? H1Z1? I said N1. <laughs> Is that the swine that's flu? The bird, that's the, the bird yeah, flu? bird or swine flu. Yeah. H1Z1. H1, um, oh my God, dude. <laughs> that's like your like golden eye early stuff. And then Fortnite was your like Halo 1, which just turned everything on its head. And now everything else after is after. I think Warzone would be Halo 3 then. No. Really? Nah. Warzone's fucking huge. Yeah, but it's not with all the cheaters. It's not competitive as in the oh, way Halo true. 3 is. Did you see their their announcement? No. They said that uh, as of now, over five hundred thousand accounts have been banned. Great. Five hundred thousand cheaters have been banned. Yeah, that's not. I mean, I don't know how many millions of people be proud of. <laughs> You've had to ban 500,000 people. 500,000 people. Because and counting. Yeah. Um Justin says and it's good minus cheaters. Don't get why it's fun to cheat. <laughs> because I mean you can win easier if you cheat. Yeah, it's all about that win. But it doesn't feel earned when no, you're cheating at all. No, not at all. But they don't care. They care about no. stat boosting. Yeah. Um oh, little bitches. I'm number 10 in the country in kills. Yeah, cuz you fucking got Cheat, bitch. <laughs> Little bitch. Um, Boot to the head. Shall we Shall we move on to another game's watch? Yeah. Oh, Sweet. I pressed a button a while ago. We've been. Hey, it's okay. We just, we've been talking. It's all good. Yeah. 
All right, well, here's here's the thing. So, new Valorant mode, replication. We had our speculation as to what this is. Yeah. So, here's what it actually is. It's and I, You've been playing it, so I already know you know. But for the people at home. They don't need to know. We just talk <laughs> about it. I'm just kidding. Replication asks you to push the extremes of what agent abilities can do in a round. Think of what you can do with five sage walls. A team of Phoenix can basically make the floors lava if you cover it with fire. Don't worry. This mode comes with a flash guard, so you won't have to play with sunglasses. Here are the rules. Best of nine spike mode. 80 second rounds. 45 second pistol round with 30 second subsequent rounds. All players on the same team play as the same agent. Yeah. In other words, five sages against five jets, so on and so forth. Agent selection is de- is decided in pre-match voting. So you yep. vote for who you would like to play as, and then the one who has the most votes wins? No. Oh. You each select an agent, and then it randomly selects Holy one player. Holy shit. So you could have, we literally had um, one game, everyone was like, oh, let's play Jet. And then Dave selected Yoru. And everybody got Yoru. four Jets in one Yoru, and the, the thing went, go, you know, and then it's like, Yoru, and everyone's like, God damn it. Because oh Dave God. thought we were just playing a normal game. Guys, you guys, bet you guys were doing a lot of interdimensional shifts. Yeah, yeah. Um, abilities minus ultimates are refreshed each round, so you don't have to buy them. Yes. You gain plus one ultimate point per round at the start of the round, except the overtime rounds. You get a set amount of credits each round, regardless of win and loss. Mm-hmm. So the per round credit amounts are 900, 2400, 3900, and 6000. Weapons and shields are reset each round as well, so you don't have to buy them. No, you do have to buy them. Oh. Like, if you buy full shield and you take no damage, you have to buy full shield next round. Oh, that's fucking get, stupid. Yeah. Well, that's because the, the, the way they want the money system. Oh, sure. Being flashed twice within a four-second window grants flash guard to the player. Flash guard means you can't be blinded. Yeah, so you can't get, like, five skybirds coming out of the window at Which you. Which is what I wanted to see so badly. Well, like... I guess, it, what's the point? If you all flash at once, it's going to be the same duration. But you have, if everybody's playing Sage, or yeah. everybody's playing Sky, yeah, and everybody has three flashes apiece. Holy yeah. shit. So you just got to time them. One, 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 <laughs> one. They're all going through the same door? Yeah. Actually, no, fuck that. You have, you have, like, if you're playing a fucking split, you have two on B, two on A, and one in mid, and yeah. then every five seconds... Pew, yeah. Pew. Exactly. My, so, yeah. Holy shit. Okay, you can keep going. Okay. Uh, and the duration of flash guard is five seconds. Yeah. Um, replication XP. Same as unrated, so 100 XP per round played. Additional 200 XP per round one. How long can you play it? Replication is available for two weeks starting on, well, starting when they started it, and it ends on May 25th. We'll then update you on our new game mode plans for Valorant. Uh, we're always evolving our game mode offerings depending on how you respond, so jump in and don't miss out. Will, is it fun? I There's times when I enjoy it. Um, so my favorite thing that happened, um, it was like, it was pistol round, right? And it, we got brimstone versus sage. So five brims, five sages. They're coming up sea long. And like fucking sage walls just go up like nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so they're trying to do tricky stuff. Yeah. I see one and she's stuck between three walls. <laughs> I just I stand there, Molly! <laughs> just literally watched her burn. 
Oh my god. I could just imagine like like I said, the think about if everybody is on if everybody's Viper and all Viper ults go up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It, they're it's, just covering like the whole fucking map in Viper ult. Well, one of my favorite things we did is uh, on different game, but us five brimstones again. We plant like we got B for free. Like they weren't there. We okay. planted and ran out. Yeah. We all had our alts. Oh, like open up the the fire open thing. up the sky. Yeah. So, yeah. so I got I got I did it though. I got the first kill, and then they just kept ulting the bomb. And the time ran out, <laughs> and they anything. yeah, it was it's great. A, it's the same thing. If like if if Viper was using her her uh, goo, it'd be the same shit. You could just line that shit or yeah. or Phoenix's uh, fire. Right, right. That's so devastating. It, it, <laughs> yeah, oh, you literally man. have to like. You have to slay out. Or um fucking what? The killjoy bots. Yeah, the the kill the killjoy fucking um her like grenade that she puts yeah. down too. Yep. That could kill you too. It's like there's so many things that you could set that on bomb that are like insta wins. If you don't die. Yeah, yeah. And then the with the money, so like first round you can get pistol and shields. Second round, um you can do like Spectre. Shields, half shields, yeah. Third round rifle. Third round full full shields rifle, and then the last round Odin sniper, whatever you want to do. Awesome. And That's cool uh, how they kind of separate that. Though. Yep. Sometimes people will buy a Bucky first round because it's nine hundred, and then you have a bunch of pistols coming at you, and you on you're on sight with a shotgun. You might blast away. Just gotta click them heads. So. Just click them heads. Oh my but god! Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Fun. It can be frustrating if your oh, team yeah. doesn't know what they're doing because that happens more often than I'd like to sure. see. But, yeah, it's been good. It's been good so far. I'm just thinking about Breach and, like, his ult. Oh. And if all of them send it at the same time. You could, like, cover a whole Oh, fight. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it does damage. It does. So they just, oh my God, talk about a fucking earthquake. Yeah. That'd be insane. That It's just, I like how they're doing weird shit. Like that's cool to me. Yeah. yeah. It's, they've got their super competitive mode and they have this like, Hey, come try. It's like, yeah, it's like custom games in Halo. You know, you can play exactly. 4v4, but you know, duck hunt's pretty damn fun too. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Call of duty league, major number three results. So, uh, the Empire dropped Hook, and Hook went to the LA Thieves. They both didn't start well. The Empire lost 3-0 to FaZe at the start of the tournament, and the LA Thieves lost 3-1 against the Florida Mutineers, dropping them to loser's bracket. We had the battle across the sea. The London Royal Ravens beat the Paris Legion 3-1, sent Paris Legion home right away. I'm sorry, but kind of expected. And the LA Gorillas sent home the Seattle Surge, again, kind of expected, 3-1 to one right away as well. Then things got a little weird. So, uh, the LA Gorillas lost 3-1 against Optic Chicago because they were, they were next up in the elimination bracket. And the London Royal Ravens beat us 3-0. Sent us home right away. We 
we don't we don't got it. It's, <laughs> that, hey, that ain't it. Maybe with the recent team change that was announced today, we're gonna talk about not right now. We'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, maybe who knows? I doubt it, but who knows? Uh so then the LA Thieves went against went up against the London the London Royal Ravens. Thieves showing that nah, we're better than this. Took that three three oh, sending London home. And then a big matchup that I was expect I was hoping to be closer, not at all. Optic Chicago go up against Dallas Empire, and Chicago just manhandles on three oh. Yeah. So Dallas Empire not winning a single game after that what the fuck happened with the roster change there. We were all like, what the hell's going on? But they're out. Option, uh, so then in the winner's bracket, a team that this, this is nothing against them. And I know Maddie, if you're still, if you're still here, I know you were really rooting hard for him. And I, and to be honest with you, I was too. The New York subliners were in the winner's bracket. They had a, they had a dominant performance uh, not only what we're about to talk about, but they had a dominant performance leading up to the major as well to give them a really good seed. So the New York subliners face up against the Florida mutineers and they handily beat them 3-0. Okay. New York subliners are onto the winner's final already. That's crazy. This is something that we weren't expecting to see happen, especially with Zuma being out. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. So then the Florida Mutineers go up against Optic, Optic Chicago in the loser's bracket, and uh, Optic Chicago are like, nah, fuck that. We're still better. They 3-0 them. Optic really feeling themselves now. Toronto Ultra, the last major champions, went up against the Atlanta Phase, which, if I'm not mistaken, were the first major champions. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the first major champions going become it's going up against the second major champions. Very close series. Three to two going to Atlanta. That's great series, great teams. So Toronto gets bumped down to losers to go up against the LA Thieves. Where they are just better. And they three won the LA Thieves to move on within losers and face up against Optic Chicago. Another very hotly anticipated matchup considering the ultra did just won the last major and Chicago are doing really well in the elimination side leading up to is where they obviously want to win. But unfortunately optics run ends there in a hot three to two. And to be honest with you, the next, the rest of the series are crazy. So the Toronto Ultra beat Optic Chicago, sending Optic home three to two. And they go up against the loser of the New York subliners against the Atlanta phase. In another unbelievable series that went down to the fucking wire. It was the subliners winning three to two to send phase into the elimination bracket. New York subliners, are the first team that are guaranteed a spot in the grand finals. And again, this is just not, really expected. This is nothing against those players. Just, I don't, I don't know if anybody saw them getting as far as they did. So that's phenomenal. Atlanta phase go up against Toronto ultra, a rematch from the winner's bracket. This time Atlanta are able to eke out their win three to two, just three to two series back and forth here. 
So it's Atlanta phase going up against the New York subliners. And unfortunately, and Maddie, I'm sorry. I know you wanted this. But the Atlanta phase win it 5-2 to two in the grand final. Taking major number three. So they are two major champions now, one and three. And the thing that I love the most about this, before we get into the bullshit, is that I love how many more competitive teams there are now. Like, nobody saw Toronto winning the last major. Yeah. Nobody saw the subliners being as good as they were going to be in this major. Everybody expected Optic to be in the to be in winners. And that Dallas roster change was like, what the fuck is gonna happen there? I did not see Florida being in winners, to be honest with you. And Neptune popped off. So it's a lot of the young guys did really well in this major. Some didn't, but a lot did. Um Beth says. And then Tim, the freaking tat man had to say he was rooting for optic and they lost. Oh yeah. And then just as you say, and then Tim, the fucking tat man didn't learn his lesson in jinxed NYSL too. Did you see his tweets? No. Oh, he said, uh, he fought, he fucking, he typical cowboy shit where he was like, oh, they're, these guys are going to win it. Don't worry about it. Like check this tweet back when they win. Yeah. And then no, they didn't fucking win both times. You were wrong. Um, but no, I think there were a lot of upsets in this major. I think that there's a lot more competitive teams coming out of this major. And I'm really, really excited to see what state, what the next stage has to offer. So optic maniac tweeted this out and this is fucking hilarious because of how true this is. He said, I just woke up screaming from a nightmare. My teammate wanted to drop hook. And I told him that's the worst take I've seen since Pistola was dropped for tots. That's an old Halo reference for people who don't understand. And that tweet is incredible. So Maniac, props to you because that might have been one of the greatest things I saw on the internet that day. Um, but the other thing is, Rocker make another change. We're moving accuracy to the bench and bringing Major Maniac back to the starting lineup for stage four. I like this. You too. Yes. Major Maniac has a better record in S&D, which we've been faulting on a lot more lately. Which is funny because Hardpoint was the one we were fucking up before. Right. So so you don't think we're going to flip-flop back now? I think we'll be better in S&D. Okay. Which is good because we need I, to be good at S&D. Well, the thing that scares me about this is they stated in their video that... Krista is going to be an AR main. I believe he needs to be in that flex spot more, being able to choose if he wants to run sub or AR. Sure. Because I feel like that's where he's going to do the most damage. But uh, if Priesta can AR main and change things up for the team, while you have um, Attach and Standy running around with subs, let's see what happens. And we've seen how well Attach and Standy can do as, their, as that sub duo. Yeah, as well. So keeping up that pressure, we do need. We need a fire lit under our ass. Well, that's uh, I don't know if you watched the the video that Rocker put out. It yeah. was with Brian Saint and the other guy. Yep. I can't remember his name right now. 
but they're saying like this team wants to win anything less than first is not acceptable for them. And you know, they ought to be pissed off at what's going on and they're, they're trying everything. Um, when is it, you know, okay. I don't want to play the blame game, but I have to ask because I feel like this hasn't been asked enough. When is it the coach's fault? Cause it's Brian. Yeah. Like when is it, when is it, when is part of it on him to be that, like, yeah, I'm not trying to point blame, but it's like we're always just trying to flex in players when, what if it's a different type of issue? I don't know. Like, I'm just asking. Because you don't see any coach changes ever. Yeah, probably because there's not a lot of, I mean, what, we have 12 teams? I mean, do you think there's that many high-quality coaches out there? I don't know. I really don't know. But it's like, if you think about it in, in the world of like professional sports, right? Yeah. If a coach is not doing well, that coach gets fired. Yeah, but you also have to look at the, the situation that Cod has. You have a new team every year. Right. And but you don't have to. You don't have to. That's correct. Um, I don't believe... Well, I don't, I just I don't think you can blame a coach because okay. they're not saying, like, they're not in the comms, right, during a match. They're just reviewing. Are they not? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, that's okay. That's different then because I thought I thought the whole point was, like, because I, I'm used to Halo, obviously, where, no, the coach is on the mic and it's giving you call-outs for when things come up. Yeah. Hey, set up here. No, hey, let's get ready for this. Remember when we were at the uh, – the live event, yeah. the coach would come on in between rounds and put the headset on on the side oh, of the desk. okay. They're not allowed to talk during the game, That's only so in between weird. rounds. So like, okay. And again, nothing against Brian Saint. Right, I just no, want no. that known. But no, it's a, it's a valid question. It's like, when do, when does a coach get looked at in COD? Because but if they're not on comms, then I guess it's understandable. I feel like... Which is weird, though. I feel like they're there to be like, this is the way the game's being played. When you're moving here, person's going to spawn here because they know that. Right. Um... And they just need to make the the players are making the plays themselves. It's just being prepared for the situation they're in, and executing on what they sh- you know what they know. Sure, sure. And they do. They obviously look at film after series have taken place, and so yep. on and so study forth. study other teams exactly. And I think the coach has to be motivational, knowledgeable in what's going on. Right. And in if I feel like the these players should have with the salaries they're making and what's on the line, they should have the drive to want to keep practicing and know more, but the coach needs to step in and be like, Hey, we need this. And maybe the coaches also set up scrims, stuff like that. True. I don't know. But, um, no, I like the player rotation for major maniac. I think we need someone because it attach and accuracy have always ran together and just like splitting up, uh, Priesta and uh, wow, wow, I'm really blanking on names tonight. His twin, his brother, right? Not Priesta, uh, Pristini. Oh yeah, breaking our cities, our cities, breaking yeah. them up, getting them apart. Yep, like get them into their own. Maybe this will awaken something in accuracy and uh, attach. Maybe it could. Maybe they'll be like you know. Like, I don't, I, I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say, but maybe something. No, I understand. Like, I understand. It's like, yeah, it's get them separated. They've been, com- they've been comfortable in doing what they're doing because they're together. Split them up so that maybe 
um, attach can push farther or do something greater than what he's been able to do because he's exactly. used to what accuracy is there. Light a fire under their ass. Yeah, yeah. It's, I I guess I'm, I'm good with the move with accuracy because I feel he's been inconsistent. Uh, when he's on, he's really on, but when he's off, it's a different story, obviously. And I feel like the off times are more often than the on times. Sure. So that's fine. It's it's weird to me. You you bring up a really good point with the with the record with S and D with Maniac being better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't. Are we the first team to do this? To bring back a bench player? No idea. I feel like we are. I could be wrong, though, but I feel like we are. They also said in, said in that statement that Maniac got a lot of reps in challengers and that that really boosted his maybe confidence, his, you know, what yeah, he needs to do. you and I both know that challengers is a different fucking beast uh, compared to professional. But uh, Beth says, that's where I think the coach has more of an impact, keeping them in line when it comes to making sure that they're doing VOD review, showing up to practice, keeping them motivated, et cetera, more so than actually telling them what to do in game. I feel like most of these players have enough experience that they already know that stuff, like you yeah. mentioned. Yep. Yeah. And at the same time, like uh, coming from the Halo space, right? Like you don't have to worry about power-ups. You don't have to worry about power weapons spawning, anything like that. It's it's just positioning, awareness, and rotating when you need to rotate. Yeah. That's that's really what it comes down to. So I, in that sense, I can understand more from the viewpoint of not having a coach on comms just in general. So that makes sense to me. Um. Best says that's kind of my thinking on accuracy too. Aside from that one S and D against Optic, I don't remember him being crazy impressive this season. He hasn't been. Um, this is the thing that's been like blowing my mind about Call of Duty League is that the game changes every year. Yeah, and it's like there's so many things that a player has to learn, and you could have a very established pro just not get it or you know something right. something happens like look at god rx he was a he was on incredible land. on land he was incredible now he's in challengers maybe i don't even know what the fuck he's doing anymore right um you know ma- major maniac got benched for us dallas let go of hook for who knows why yeah that That's, was crazy there's this whole like it's i don't know yeah it's, it's really weird it is weird to me um but like i said before like i mentioned before at the end of this major is that i feel as though that top competition is so much better now. Like you, you have Dallas, not, they're not as good anymore without who uh, yeah. it's obvious. Now, granted they, they need more practice as a team. That's understandable. And that'll come. It's, it's just whether or not they're able to get back to that top form. Right. Yeah. NYSL showing that now nah, we're fucking here, guys. We're here to compete. The Toronto ultra being like, Hey, yeah, we're, we're way up here in can- in Canada. But like they, <laughs> They have the chops to compete against the top teams. They're fucking, able to take series off against FaZe. Fucking squirrels. <laughs> fucking squirrels. Uh, Florida making it further into winner's bracket. It's like you have the the top. Like if you look at, if you go to the Call of Duty League Twitter account, and you look at their graphic for placings right now in terms of points. Yeah. Like we are, we as in the Minnesota Rocker are that very middle spot where everyone above us is incredible and everyone below us is terrible. 
Like, I'm not kidding. If you look at that graph, we're like at 140 points or something. Yeah. Everyone below us has drastically lower points than us. Everyone above us has drastically higher points than us. It's just... So, no, I think, like you said, the change is needed, obviously. Um, It's just... Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm wondering... The reason why I'm hesitant on this is because... I just don't want to keep like, oh, hey, Major Maniac, we'll toss you off to the side. Oh, you're doing well in Challengers? Well, Accuracy ain't doing so high. Let's pick you up instead. Oh, Major Maniac, you're not doing so well anymore. Oh, Accuracy, you're doing well in Challengers? Let's pick you back up. Like, I don't want this to be a consistent rotational bullshit. Like, picking up Standy was that first, like, fire in our ass where people don't know his fucking strats. Well, Let's yeah. win some games. Yeah. And then people found out the strategies. We don't win the games anymore. But it's just, <laughs> I don't want this to be a consistent rotation of, well, these are our players that we have on our bench. We got to utilize them. You don't have to. And I know they know this. Like, I, this is me talking out of my ass at this point. I just want us to be better. <laughs> Another thing to keep in mind is when they do go back to land, games are going to be a little bit different. True. You know? Um, True. I was a little ways from the mic there but yeah games are going to be different when it goes back to land maybe that hairline being off won't connect this time where it did before <laughs> right so uh i lied us in florida are are really close but like after that it's it's not it so like we have 140 florida has 120 then it's 90 70 60 50 okay and then above us LA Thieves are kind of close with 170, but then it's 200, 225, 230, 240, 340. So we are like right in the middle of that fucking pact yeah. of terrible, great us. It's because phase is one, two. Oh, as they're well, incredible. They're, yeah. 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 But no, like the fact that we, we if you would have looked at 100 Thieves, I mean, not 100 Thieves, if you would have looked at the subliners a major ago, right? Yeah. They would have been middle of the pack too. But after they're just skyrocketed, they're they're playing out of their fucking minds. Uh, Best says, agree. So many teams can show up and win, even though Face is still amazing. It's starting to get less surprising when they lose because these other teams are getting better. And then uh, Best says, like 100 thieves, feel like they've made a roster change very every week. Sure, talk about fucking what they picked up, Paul and Venom. Right? Were those the two players that they picked up? And then they made the trade for. Or wait, not the trade, but they they picked up they got Hook from Dallas. It's like, oh guys, all right, fucking crazy. <laughs> all right, shall we move on? Yes, that's it for COD and other games. Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. Another game too. Will, which play over the last week? My answer is the same this week as it has been the last few weeks. Oh my god. F1 2020 in Valorant. What did you place in the latest Latifi, Re Latifi League race? Latifi League. Uh, ninth out of 11. Wait, so you got ninth last time, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's At least you didn't back, do worse. Back-to-back -back ninth place placing. You didn't do worse, though. Um, I don't know who did it. Somebody hit you. But there's VOD. And some, <laughs> so we do the five-lap qualifier. Sure. I was Five-lap, huh? Yeah, yeah. So you do a five laps. Yeah. And you start in reverse order of the standings, right? Oh, okay. So, I so you should be close to the front of the pack, then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's great. 
get to like I don't remember if it was exactly the first or second corner. Oh, someone's gonna but, be upset right now. But but we we go around the corner and I remember Voodoo Man just fucking sending it, <laughs> like, woo. Is oh, this yeah, Shane this, being this, thrown at Martin right no, now? No, 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 no. Voodoo, okay. Voodoo's fine. Okay. He gets ahead. All right, Martin, you're good. Uh, Tan decides to, nah, I'm not going through this fucking corner and goes through the grass to the rest of the track. What the fuck? Okay. She gets disqualified pretty fast. Okay. All right. Um. So, yeah. Uh, we come around like a, a corner. Yep. And all of a sudden I hear a coo. And I am going... <laughs> The wrong way, getting spun around as everyone's like pushing me and driving, and I'm just like, "Hi guys, bye guys." The wrong way on the track. I get my car whipped around. I was waiting for it. I'm like, I, "This is gonna be a big moment that comes up." Get my car whipped around. I've passed someone along the way, but I I got second to last in the qualifier. And then the actual race just did not go well for me. I was in seventh place until I bumped someone during a safety oh. car because um, <laughs> it was polar. I came around the corner faster than they were going ahead of me. And I slammed on my brakes and could just barely bumped them. And it bumped them. It was enough to damage my wing. So then I had to pit to replace the wing. I pit twice under a safety car. I mean, hey, it's the best time to do it, though. <laughs> It is, but I had to pit twice under a safety car. Went all the way back. It was a mess. Ended up in ninth. Hey, you didn't do worse than last time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I tried. Because, like, shifting yourself gives you more power and more control. Sure. Try doing it and trying to, like, I got to shift a second while taking this court. I can't. My coordination doesn't. It's Okay. Can't do it's it. like my coordination in Halo 5. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, Justin says, I'd be booted from the league first time for turning around and causing chaos. In other words, he yeah. plays, he would play like I play NASCAR games. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about a NASCAR game is when you turn the fuck around and you go against oncoming traffic. That's the best part about a NASCAR game. So straight up. Um, in my, my single player stuff. Yeah. If, if I get bumped like that or um, start the race over. Or, yeah, take some damage. I Like, I shouldn't have taken damage there or whatever. I, I'll fuck up someone's day. Because <laughs> it, it's solo, right? Fuck you, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I fuck, up, I fuck up the AI's day, and then I just restart the race. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Man. So, yeah. Monaco's, Monaco's this weekend, right? No, no, no. It's uh, I'll have to miss it, but it's uh, Brazil. Is it Brazil? Yeah. Monaco's the last one. Oh, oh no, no. Wait, you're saying like Monaco in real life? In real life. Yes. Monaco is this one. Brazil for the Latifi. Yeah, because uh, McLaren just sh uh, showed off their, their new livery. Livery. For Monaco. That like was it. a great track, too. Beautiful. Yeah. What else do you play? Uh, Valorant. Like a, that's, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got ranked back in bronze two. We lost us. Bronze one. I mean, hey, I'd be... Iron's the lowest, right? Yeah. That'd be me. It, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We need I mean, you in, we the need only you, way to go is up. We need you in there. I am, dude. Hey, no, no, no. If, if we have an iron on our team, that means they have an iron on their team. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Justin says, work your way to the top and smash everyone in the finals. Holy so shit. if I do Monte Cristo, what I really want to do, there's a turn okay, where it's like sharp turn, sharp turn. Okay. And if you park your car sideways. Oh, my God. <laughs> Around that second turn. When people take those two turns, it just... <laughs> it creates such a backup on the track. And then... Everybody would fucking need to pit. There'd be, well, I mean, there'd be a safety car, but yep. like, and then holy I'd shit. drive away. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I want to play Valorant. I haven't played, as we'll talk about really shortly, but like I said, I haven't had time. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, just fun times playing with Dave and Joe. We need to get you back on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I bought that... Uh, the minima? I did. I was curious if you were going to. I did. I'm, I logged on and saw it, and I'm like, it doesn't look amazing. No. But at least it's not super expensive. Yeah. So I'll buy that. I kind of like the Phantom. Yeah. Not a fan of the op. The uh, Shroud was talking about how um, it's real, like the Phantom or the skin set in general is actually pretty good in terms of gameplay advantage because it's not as big oh so like there's not a lot going on with it so you can actually see you can technically see more of the map sure so and i'm like that's a really smart i mean analysis. barely i know i know but like anything in that type of game anything is an advantage sure so i just i just thought that was that was cool i'd never even thought about that uh hiko was also talking about how he liked them yeah he did he did so. say that but and the best part is, like, they're not terribly expensive. They don't have any upgrades to them. It's just, you get the skin, there you go. It is what it is. It is what it is. I am missing a uh, Frenzy and a Shorty skin. That's it. I don't think that pack has either of them. Nope, it doesn't. But there's a Frenzy skin at the end of the Battle Pass, and I'm up to, like, level 38. We're getting there. Cruising. Uh, new weekly challenges tomorrow. Or is that tonight? I don't remember. I don't know either. I'll have to take a look. Oh, need to get those done. All I know is that uh, Destiny C- Destiny weekly resets on Tuesdays. Yeah. MCC <laughs> weekly resets on Wednesdays. I don't know about Valorant weekly resets. I know Valorant daily resets are at like 6 or 7 p.m. I was so excited to get back into Destiny 2, and it, it did the same thing. The content just... it's a, I think yeah. I need to get out of the gameplay loop. I'm, I think I'm just done with it. I need to be done with it. I know it draws me back in every time with story. No, but no, that's that's I, the way I am. I, I just need to stop spending money on that game. I saw the I saw the new expansion trailer, not the expansion trailer. I saw the new season trailer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I love the color aesthetic that they're going with. I love like these, the the splite like, the the vex geometric shit that they're adding to it. I think that's really cool aesthetically. Yeah, but then it's literally the same loop as last season. Yeah, and I, I just have to remind myself like. The time to- my right now my time's not worth it for that cosmetic and that video game that no. I'll get it and then I won't play it again. Yep, and that's the, my exact same thought process. That's, that's why, why I haven't launched it. And I, I that's why I've been more apt to honestly spend money in Valorant because I'm playing that consistently. I get to enjoy those skins or whatever and getting better consistently too. Trying, you are. <laughs> Trust me, you are. So yeah, um, what so yeah. Did we get onto your games yet? No. Or are we still talking about Valorant? We're still talking about fucking Valorant. <laughs> what did you play this week, Josh? I played MCC for the Community Playdate. So thank you all for joining that. I'll obviously give you guys a shout out soon. Um, but yeah, we did. So we, we just, I again, time has been a bitch over the past week. So 
I apologize for not being able to play more, but uh, we just did for like an hour or so, and we got uh, some map footage for Map Legends for the next segment that's going to come out on the show. Um, that's going to be coming shortly. It's going to be on Hang 'em High and their various remakes as well, so stay tuned for that segment produced by the lovely Podcast Evolve crew. Um, so yeah, we were just gathering some gameplay footage for that segment, um, so we just did some customs, and we just did some FFAs. Uh, fun times, funny times. Also, we all agree that Hang 'em High fucking sucks and all of its remakes fucking suck, but that's besides the point. Um, and then Justin says, we ended up playing until like 12.31 a.m. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys continued because I'm sorry that I wasn't able to. Uh, I also heard that you guys kept playing. Uh, I heard you guys played more on that map and then you guys played other stuff too, I know. But yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad to fucking hear it. Um, and for those who don't know, we moved community playdate times to Fridays at uh, 7 p.m. Central Time or 8, depending upon, you know, time constraints. But yeah, so if you're interested in joining up with us on some Halo MCC or some Halo 5, get in on the playdates uh, again every Friday, at least 7 p.m. Central, maybe 8 p.m. Central. Justin said we played customs all night. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Um. So I also played some Cyberpunk 2077, uh, basically just doing side content in that, dibble-dabbling in it. I'm not doing any story content at all right now um, because I see blips on the map, and I want to get those blips erased from the map before I do anything major. So that's what I've been doing there. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, um, I'm a sucker for new shit that they announced because I'm an idiot, kind of like in the Destiny space. But they uh, they had a big Endwalker, which is going to be the last... Um, not the last expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen, but like the the last expansion in the story arc that they got going on. Um, so they had a big reveal event for things that are going to be taking place in the expansion that this is this fall, and just got me hyped to play. So I'm d- dibble dabbling back in that too. And then uh, finally, I played some Gran Turismo Sport uh, Spec Two, if I'm not mistaken, that's what the version's called. Um, and yeah, that's currently the the racing game flavor of the week. I guess you could say. Uh, again, I don't play with a wheel. I just play with a gamepad, but it's something it's something fun for me to play when listening to podcasts or watching other videos, whatever it may be. That is what I played for the week. Uh, Justin says, Davey Wavy was in charge, killed it as sword of saying Helios. Fuck yeah. Gran Turismo is still around? Yes, it is, as a matter of fact. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 or 8? Whatever they're going to call the next one. Uh, it's actually in development right now. Um, but yeah, it'll be on the PlayStation 5, obviously. Uh, no idea when it'll be released, but yeah, it's in development currently. And then Gran Turismo Sport released a little while ago, and then the Spec 2 version is like an updated version with more cars, more events, so on and so forth. So that is what I'm currently playing. Uh, Beth says... Don't know what was up with my Discord. I was catching like every four words and the connection was going to red every few seconds, even through my even though my internet looked fine. As fine as my kids, I mean. <laughs> um Justin says, Gran Turismo 3 was peak. Curious how cool that PS5 controller will be for racing games. Uh I'm curious in terms of a actual like built from the ground up racing game for the console, yes. In terms of the PS4 game, it's obviously just standard rumble. But can I say? Did you see? The announcement of the two new colors for the PlayStation 5 controllers. They have all, all black, right? Yep. I don't remember the other one. A dark red. Oh, yeah. 
they look incredible. Like, if that console came in that black, holy fuck. But... Do you think they'll ever do a smaller, like a... Oh, yeah. They, I think it's like it's already been teased, not teased, like, from Sony, but, like, I think it's been mentioned that uh, a different console's in development right now. It's like a slim version or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Obviously, it ha- of course, there's they're working on something. But yeah, I pre-ordered both of them. <laughs> because I really, like... I hate the white controller. I hate it. I hate the white look of the console, too. And I know that, like, D-Brand... We're not sponsored, but like I know that D brand sells um, side plates for the console in black. Uh, and instead of like the proprietary, like a uh, square uh, circle triangle X, oh, yeah. like the imprint on the inside of the covers, yeah, they have their D brand stuff in the inside to not to make it so they can't get sued, which is pretty fucking cool. But the red one looks pretty sick, it does, it looks incredible. Uh, Justin says, cause that tech demo game was cool as heck. Give me a PS2 skin of PS5 with controller. That'd be pretty cool. I agree. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, Justin, are you talking about Astro's playroom or whatever the fuck that was called the PS5? Because it is, it, it's genuine, like, like fun. It's a good game in and of itself. Not just a tech demo, but the game is genuinely fun. That's all I played. Will, let's get into some shout-outs. Shout-out to everyone who joined in the Community Playdate. Like I mentioned before, you guys are great. Uh, sorry I wasn't able to play for longer, but I'm glad you guys continued on with the festivities. Glad you guys had fun. And uh, we'll have some fun on Friday. Um, Bess says, but just with that controller design, it looked kind of like a toy controller. Like one of those Fisher-Price ones you get for toddlers. That's what the red one made me think of. Oh, it's funny because I have two of those Fisher Price controllers for Linnea, and now I can't unsee that. But yeah, I just hate the white. I really do. I really do. Uh, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Uh, we have Commendo Los Tios with the follow. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. And then happy birthday to Super CC. It's his birthday today. Happy nice. birthday, sir. Community Creations, we have Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 105 by High Tech Redneck. Go check that out. Along with the clips of the day that she posts every day as well over to YouTube channel. Links in the Google Doc of the channel to the show. We have Halo Reach Evolved. This is by the Vengeful Vatim. We already stated this, but this is a little extra. Campaign, firefight, multiplayer. Halo Reach Evolved is more than a PvE mod now. This mod now encompasses the entire Halo Reach experience. Hmm. And there's a multiplayer trailer as well, and it's fucking incredible. So what does it do? Like, completely redoes everything. Adds adds new weapons, completely removes Bloom. Nice. Like, makes it so it's cool, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Makes it so it's playable. Um... Justin says, give me mods on console for fuck's sake. I agree. Actually, I hard agree on that because we already know that it's possible. I mean, look at Bethesda games. I think Fallout 4 and Skyrim for sure have mods on console. So, yeah. Um, The Average Bros podcast episode 5. It's by The Average Bros. Go check that out on YouTube. 
And then Installation 01 is looking for artists and coders by Installation 01. And they state Installation 01 is looking for new artists and coders so we can work together and push for a goal we promised back in 2013. Drop us a DM. Not us. Drop them a DM. Um, that's it for the shouts of the community creations. Will, therefore, would you mind plugging the show? Of course, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Search for HCS Pro Talk. And join our Discord. Join the community discussion. We have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox. We are on social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube. You can watch us live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Talk. We have our own website, hsprotalk.com, where you can find a link to our merch, which we have a few items up still. And don't forget mm-hmm. about the awesome folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out halopodcast.com, your home for Halo. They have their lore, Podcast Evolved show, Mission Debrief. If you want to know about Halo books, they have Halo Book Club or just Book Club. There's a builds with blocks. If you didn't guess that was about uh, building with blocks, but Halo stuff, obviously. <laughs> yes. And then if you want more of the top Halo news stories, check out Halo headlines. Go do it. And also, Josh has news. This is in the community. This will be put in the community creations, but a divine mind actually just released their next interview with none other than mint blitz of the community. And, uh, it looks like he tagged real life Spartan to be after him. Okay. So stay tuned to that YouTube channel as well. Go check out those interviews. They're great pieces of content. And then, uh, before we, Oh, Justin says might restart mission debrief. It's a great series to play campaign along with absolutely my man, do it up. And then also, I talked about this at the Community Play Day, but I'm going to talk about it here right now because it's our show and I don't give a fuck. Listen to the album Gami Gang by Origami Angel, please. Please listen to it. It's fucking amazing. If you like pop punk, it's amazing. If you don't like pop punk, don't listen to it because you're not going to like it. But if you're any at all interested in pop punk as a genre, listen to that album, please. Gami Gang, G-A-M-I space G-A-N-G. It's by the band Origami Angel. They're a duo, and it's fucking great. I just really like that fucking album. I I fucking love it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 183 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. If you uh, are watching us live, hope you had a great fucking night thank you all so much for joining us on this new scheduled time which like will mentioned at the beginning of the show was our old scheduled time when we did this audio only but now it's video so now it's like new again what's old is new again yeah yeah the saying is true um guys we'll be back next week to talk about some more things some more tournaments i'm super fucking excited to see what happens with that spring fling tournament with gt halo I think it's going to be super, super cool. Um, excited to see how that happens with each game that's being set up. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned for everything that's taking place. Again, we've said it before. I'll say it a million times. Go to newcombo.com. Um, no funny voice right now. Just all seriousness. Go check out their website. Check out the events as well. You can go to our show notes, too. It's in there as well. But show them some love. Watch all the tournaments that are going to be taking place over the week and weekend. And we'll be back Monday next week. 
talk about everything that happened in the world of competitive Halo and some other things too. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. But until then, 